Hello, career babes, and welcome to the Career Babe Podcast, the number one place for the millennial woman to go from stuck and unfulfilled into the ultimate career babe that she knows that she is. Every week, I bring to you mindset, motivation, and fuel behind your purpose. Join me as I sit down with inspiring thought leaders and share heart-centered wisdom so you can create the life you have always wanted. Hello, my career babes, and welcome to a solo episode. It is just me that is joining you today on this beautiful Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever I'm actually posting this. Um, It is Monday today as I'm recording, and I am coming in from a really refreshing weekend. This weekend, I really took an opportunity to just regather myself and that is big for me because since I started my business I've been all hands on deck working every day trying to hustle and get as much out as I can for you guys and to serve my clients in the best way that I can so to have the weekend to myself was a big deal I um I naturally though ended up going down all sorts of rabbit holes as you do um I've been really looking into the idea of reality and what we're actually doing here. Um, and I kind of got down, I got into this content around um, living in a simulation. So I won't go too far into this. Maybe that maybe it's for an episode and another episode, but just in short, if Elon Musk thinks that we're living in a simulation, I think it's definitely worth looking into. So One thing I wanted to jump into today with you guys is how you can use manifestation to create a career path that is for you and your absolute dream career and life. So manifestation is something that is so dear to my heart because it is what was the really the beginning of my personal development journey when I did a course by Bob Proctor called Thinking Into Results. And it was all about the power of our mind to create the kind of results that we want to create. Now, along my journey, I have really learned that just thinking about it and using your mind is only half the equation because action is so incredibly important and it's the law of inspired action. So we want to take inspired action towards our dreams. But I want to chat to you guys about how you can use manifestation to start to create that dream life for yourself. So, The biggest problem I find with either my clients or my friends or anyone that I talk to is for starters, they don't know what they want. They've got no idea what they want to create in their life, which seems to be about 80% of the problem. Because once you've come up with your ideal of what you want to create in this world, it's really just a matter of taking inspired and fearless actions towards creating that. So One thing that you must do if you want to get onto the path of your dream career and your dream life is to get crystal clear on what you want to create. And you want to think of manifestation as you're co-creating with the universe. So 
it's not, it's not just you alone. It's almost like you're putting in your order for the things that you want. But in order for you to receive the things you want, you need to get as specific as you possibly can. So if you went to a restaurant and you just ordered pasta, you, you would have many options come back your way. You might get a bolognese, a tortellini, you know, it could be anything that comes back your way. And you want to think about it the same way when you're putting an order in with the universe. You want to be able to see it so, so clearly that you can use tools like visualization to bring it to life. So coming up with the vision is probably the most important element and also kind of the hardest because it's really hard to get really crystal clear on what we want when we, when we have had all these limitations put in us our whole entire life. So when you, when you sit down and you come up with your vision, I suggest that you do it in a space where, you know, you can really let go. You might want to put on some music, light some incense and really connect to your core and think about what it is that you truly want. I remember a few years back, I actually went to a workshop a masterclass around creating change and the law of attraction. And we did this exact exercise of coming up with a vision. <clears throat> and at the time it was before I had started my career in recruitment, which um, for anyone who knows me knows that that's what I had had done up until about a couple of months ago, really. I had my, my coaching business on the side and then I've stepped out of that and now I'm running coaching full time. But I remember going to this workshop before I even um, went into recruitment. And at the time I was, I had this massive dream to start a coaching business. So the coaching dream has been implanted within me since I was probably like 19. But as we all do, I was incredibly scared. I didn't think that I had enough experience and all of that kind of stuff. So I went into this workshop and we did this exercise where we had to come up with our vision of what we truly, really wanted. And the facilitator had put on this music and I was sitting in the corner and I was just like really trying to get real with what I wanted. And it was there that I realized that I was trying to manifest this career in recruitment, but what I really wanted on a soul level was my coaching business. And I knew that all along. And I said to the facilitator, okay, I've got two things that I'm trying to manifest into existence. What do you think it should be? Should I go for this recruitment career or should I really be pushing this um, health coaching, which is what I was doing at the time? What should I be focusing on manifesting? And the facilitator said, whatever you want, Alex, it's totally up to you. So where I was at in terms of my mindset at the time was I didn't see how I could create this coaching business. Most importantly, though, I didn't feel worthy of it. So I ended up going down the recruitment path and getting, landing a job in recruitment, successfully manifested it, you know, and had all these beautiful experience, experiences within the, within the recruitment space. Like when I was in agency, it was just awesome. The kind of things that I got to experience like wineries and limos and all of these awesome things. But what ended up happening was when I started my recruitment career, about six months in, I heard this little voice and it said, Alex, this isn't it. This isn't what you're meant to be doing. 
And I knew deep down that I had neglected the true vision of what I really, really wanted. And so I spent about three to four years in recruitment and the whole way I had this little niggle and this little voice trying to guide me and tell me what path I really needed to be on. And it wasn't until, you know, my last year in recruitment that I really started to listen to that niggle and that voice of this is the path, this is what we want you to follow. So my point is to this story, and I do have a point, is that deep down you will know what you want, but it will be very much clouded by fear. It'll be clouded by fear of whether or not you can do it, whether or not people will make fun of you, what kind of judgment you will receive on the other end. I believe that we all have an inner calling at our core. And if we can get rid of the noise, then we can come up with this vision and create crystal clear clarity for ourselves and then do the work on our mindset to get ourselves there or to believe in that vision. And we want to be so emotionally involved in this vision as if we were watching a movie. The reason we want, it, we want to be so emotionally involved in our vision is because we live in a feeling universe. And so that's kind of where the whole law of attraction stems from. But once you have your vision, you want to read it every day. You want to visualize it. You want to hold it in your mind and you want to see it so clearly. And I also want to touch on the idea that there's a difference between trying to manifest something that's authentically you and trying to manifest something that is stemmed in ego. So if you've sat down and you want to come up with your vision with like no limits or anything, and you're coming up with things that aren't actually true to you, but on a surface level, maybe they sound cool. As an example, maybe you on an egotistical level, you want things like financial freedom or all of the Louis Vuittons and Gucci's and whatever, whatever it is that could potentially be stemmed from ego or you want to maintain or hold a certain image. If, if you're trying to manifest from that place, unfortunately, it doesn't come true. And I learned that the hard way. Um, if, you are, if you are really creating a vision that isn't true to you, it's going to be so incredibly hard to manifest. Okay, so I suggest that you find a space where you can just really let go and really feel into who you are, who you want to be and create your vision from that space. Because I can tell you right now, guys, if you, if you get to like 20 years from now, 30 years from now, and you look back and you realize that you didn't have the courage to be true to who you are, or you didn't have the courage to create what you really want to create, you're gonna, it's going to suck. It's going to break your heart. So now is your opportunity to really get real about what you want and create a vision around it. Nothing is off limits if it's coming from your core and who you authentically are. So next up around once you've created that vision is you want to start tapping into that version of your higher self. So an exercise that I get my clients to do, and I do this regularly, I, I write a letter to my higher self as I am now. And I write and I get my higher self to write a letter to me. So that might sound a little bit crazy, but you really kind of want to be able to slip in and out of what exists as a potential for you. 
So when you, when you close your eyes, we all have a vision of our higher self and maybe it comes in in like weird fragmented bits for you. But when you think about your ideal health or your ideal money situation or your ideal relationship, these are all areas of your higher self. And these are all things that we are constantly aspiring to. Only things like our mindset really get in the way. So, for example, my health, my higher, my higher self's health is obviously amazing. She does things like walks every day. She does Pilates. She does yoga. She, is, she mainly has a plant-based diet. But more importantly, she has an immense amount of self-love and respect for herself. So it's not just about trying to be an image of something. It's about the kind of feelings that you want to create for yourself. And, you know, if you, if your higher self loves you, then why can't you start to love yourself now? And that's the image or the scenario that we really want to tap into. Then there's things like our money situation. What are her beliefs around money? How does she see money? Does she see it as the root of all evil? Does she see it as something that doesn't grow on trees? Does she respect money? Does she treat it like any other relationship in her life? Because one of the biggest problems when it comes to money is we, we, we have this approach where it's like, you come to me. You come to me. I don't want to do anything with you. I don't want to look at my bank account. I don't want to do work that's meaningful to me. I just want you to come to me when I need it, how I need it. And it all comes down to the idea that money is just energy. And then you want to look at your, your relationships and think about what kind of relationships do you have? What kind of love have you let in? Have you let down those walls and told that person that you love them? Have you, have you cut off people who you really need to build boundaries around? There's this higher version of yourself that exists and she's just waiting for you to tap into her and you can always, always, always access her. She's always there. And this is why writing a letter to her and from her is so important because it's kind of like asking what your future self would say to you today. What kind of advice would she give to you today? And how would she say it? Would it come from a loving space or would it come from a, like a really hurtful space where how we how most of us speak to ourselves with our inner critic that says things like you're so fat you're so broke you're so this you're not good enough you know that's our that really is our lower self language from our higher self will sound more like you are doing amazing you can do anything that you set your mind to you are so worthy of meeting someone like this or you are so worthy of making this amount of money in your lifetime if that's what you want to experience so once you have your vision you want to really get clear on what that version of yourself looks like that is living that vision that ultimate version of you that you can begin to tap in to today so once you've tapped into your higher self you want to start setting up routines and rituals that are going to take you there so if, you know, for example, your higher self has this amazing health, then you want to set up routines around that so that you can achieve that. If she has this amazing love for herself, you want to set up routines and rituals that honor that, whether it's like a practice that you do every day that honors who you are. If she's in this amazing, beautiful career, 
you want to start to set up routines and rituals that are going to help you get there, whether it's finding a mentor or getting further education or finally applying for that job that you've always wanted or that soulful, beautiful business that you've always wanted to create. Routines and rituals are like the most important thing that is going to take you where you need to go. So your life is a, is a combination of the decisions that you choose to make and the routines and the rituals that you put in place are like the, are like the frames to the house that you are trying to build. Without them, you're going to find it very hard and you're going to get to a place in your career, whether it's five, 10 years from now, and you're going to be stuck in the same space because a massive part of manifestation is that we manifest from our subconscious mind. So if we've been programmed from zero to seven, zero to 14, if we are being extremely generous, we are like walking programs, like computers. If you think of a computer that has been programmed a certain way in terms of what it believes about itself, what kind of things they believe that they are worthy of, if we think about it like that, then it's going to be so important that we start to upgrade that programming. And the way that we upgrade our subconscious mind is through embodiment and through repetition. You can, you can change your subconscious mind through a, like an emotional impact or a really significant event that just like, like knocks you and, you know, changes your life as you knew it. And I know that we have all had these experiences where something has happened and we've been like, whoa, like life will never be the same after this day. But for most of us on a regular basis, it takes repetition to really reprogram our subconscious mind. And without setting up these routines and rituals that are going to help us get there, we're going to find it very hard to find that upgrade. So once you have set up your routines and your rituals, you want to start looking at your self-worth. So in manifestation, the most important thing is what you believe that you are worthy of. So becoming magnetic or becoming um, that version of yourself that starts to attract these experiences towards them is really going to be around the work that you do on your self-worth because what you attract is in direct proportion to what you believe yourself to be worthy of. The most important component, guys, the most important component, and I it took me so, so long to really learn this. I was doing all of the, all of the things around, you know, trying to reprogram my subconscious mind and writing affirmations and saying affirmations and trying to embody my, my, embody my goals and my dreams. But if I had this underlying base that I wasn't good enough and what I was trying to achieve was on a pedestal and I was like looking up to it thinking, I'm never going to have you. I'm never going to achieve this. I'm never going to insert whatever you really want. If you can't upgrade your self-worth around it, you're going to find it so incredibly hard to attract. So I know you're probably listening to this and you're like, well, Alex, how do I raise my self-worth and yada, yada, yada. We've all heard it all before, you know, just love yourself and it'll all work out. But we want to start thinking about how we can actually raise our self-worth. 
And it is going to be through the, the subconscious reprogramming element of things where we start to really almost brainwash ourselves into believing a certain thing. But also it's going to be around embodiment. And I always say to set small goals to start. So right now you've got this massive vision of where you want to be in say like five to 10 years. Okay. So we want to, we want to reverse engineer that into tiny little goals and you want to break your manifestations down into eight to nine months. Eight to nine months is usually achievable because when we break our, when we break our big goal into smaller goals, we start to energetically align with that. So you want something that sort of feels kind of comfortable, but also is a, is a small stretch. So whether you're trying to achieve a certain level of health or you really want to get a new job or a promotion, there's going to be internal work that you really need to do, but you want to set those smaller goals where it's between the six to nine months. And this is a classic case of why people have these massive vision boards with things like Ferraris on them and, um, just like crazy things in comparison to where they are at the mo at the moment. And that's simply because their subconscious mind cannot connect to the thing that they are trying to manifest. They see it as way left field and like, it's almost impossible. And if your subconscious mind can't connect to what you are trying to bring into existence, it's just not going to happen. And you're going to think manifestation is a load of shit. And I have been there manifestation was something that I started out learning at the very, very, very beginning. And I had these moments where it was like two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. And I'm saving you so much time here because right now, if you're trying to manifest something or you have a big goal and you don't feel worthy of it and it hasn't manifested into your existence, there's your answer right there. And even if you did manifest it, you will self-sabotage it. So if it does happen to flow into your life from the work that you have done on yourself, but then you, but then you have that underlying dominant feeling that you are not good enough to achieve it or to have it. And I see this all the time in relationships, especially where someone will manifest a certain type of partner that they have put on a pedestal and they think that they are so amazing and they're almost too good for them. This is, this is a form of self-sabotage because at a dominant level, and I'm not just talking about like a guy that says, oh, I'm batting above my average. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how you genuinely at a heart and soul level feel because we live in this, this feeling universe and everything that we attract is based on our dominant feelings about ourselves and the world that we live in. So if, if, you're, if you're in this relationship and you believe this guy is like way too good for you, you're going to find it very hard to keep it because he will be able to feel that energy. And this is a classic case of self-sabotage. We get something that we really want and then we go and we fuck it up because we don't feel worthy of it. So raising your self-worth is so incredibly important in manifestation. Again, I cannot stress it enough. You know, there's going to be times where you need to stretch yourself and do things that are like really self-care oriented, but raising your self-worth and your level of feeling magnetic is really going to come from the internal work that you do, the forgiveness that you, that you bring into your life. If you are holding on to old wounds, they are holding you back massively, massively, and they they get in they get in the way of your of really uplifting your 
self-worth. I think it was Buddha, good old Buddha. Buddha said that holding on to anger is like holding on to a hot pole and expecting the other person to get burnt. And I love that quote so much, not just because it's from Buddha, but because this is what happens when we, when we choose not to forgive others is it's not about, it's not about condoning the things that they have done. It's about putting the bags down and saying, I'm, I'm no longer willing to wear this or carry this around. And I forgive you for me, not for you. Right. So that is the most important thing. More internal work is, you know, shadow work coming to, coming to love the all parts of you. You know, we all hold, we all hold every single emotion, you know, on, on this, on the emotional spectrum, you know, happy, sadness, anger, frustration, all of these things we possess to some certain degree or some certain level. And when you get really mad at someone for acting a certain way, I can almost guarantee if you sit back and you ask yourself, where in my life have I demonstrated that behavior? You will be able to find it. Maybe not in the same circumstance, but you will in some other area. So that internal work, guys, is so, so important to raise your level of self-worth. And when you find yourself really letting go, that's when you become magnetic. You know, you upgrade your frequency literally and you start to attract more positive experiences into your life. So you've set the vision, you've tapped into your higher self, you've set up routines and rituals that are going to really help you get there, you've raised your self-worth, and now you betcha you're going to be tested. So the universe will throw tests your way. And, you know, just before you get your absolute dream job, you get counter-offered and you get a raise or something. And it's a test to see if what you're really trying to manifest is in alignment and something that you really, really want. So this is a classic case of, you know, people who are just saying yes to the very next best thing when there's something that really aligns with their vision. So I see this in relationships as well. When someone's trying to call in a guy and then they have it, they have a classic test. And what the universe is really asking is, if you're, if you're going to stand in your self-worth enough to really bring this in and you will know, you will really know when it's a test because it will just, something about it will feel off. And this is where you kind of really need to use your intuition and be really grounded and have that crystal clear clarity around what you are trying to manifest and bring into existence. So that's the, one of the most important things. When you're also manifesting, you also want to keep into account that there's a period where you will almost feel like you're hearing nothing. You are, you're hearing absolute crickets. And in the manifestation course that I did, it was called the magic dark. And this is where you just feel like nothing has happened. You've hit an absolute pit in the road. Nothing is coming. And this is where you need to stay in your self-worth the most. This is like the most important part because this is where people usually give up. If you can manage to stay in your self-worth no matter what, then that's when you're going to notice that things are starting to flow into your existence. And, you know, we live in a society now where everyone's playing for the short-term game. Everyone wants things instantly. They want instant gratification. They want to feel a certain way now. And we can blame all sorts of things like technology for that. But 
when it comes to your career, especially, or you're trying to manifest something into existence, you're in it for the long-term game, sister. You want to, you want to see the long-term and commit to the fact that you will do whatever it takes to make it happen. You will do whatever it takes, whether it's overcoming your fears or doing the internal work that isn't pretty, like the forgiveness and the shadow work. Let me tell you right now, it is not pretty. It is, well, it's kind of fun, but I I see it in a really sick, twisted way. I love personal growth so much that um, I literally enjoy anything if I know that it's going to uplift my spirit. But you know, you, you really do just want to see it as a long-term game, a long-term game. So I hope this was helpful guys. And, you know, I hope that you can really start to use manifestation and the power of your energy and bringing things into alignment with what you want to create. I really hope that you can start to use this to create your dream career path and your dream life, because I'm telling you right now, anything is possible for you. And you can attract anything into your life as long as you are willing to do the work to get there. And you get to make it easy. You get to make it fun. You get to make it so that it flows. But you also have to be committed to the long-term game and pass those tests and raise your self-worth and get up every day when you feel like you don't want to. So tap into your higher self. Hold that vision and that space for yourself and really, really own the life that you want to create for yourself. So much love to you and I hope you have an awesome day and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found it helpful, be sure to leave a review on iTunes and share it with your friends. If you are in need of extra inspiration, head on over to my website at thecareerbabe.com. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode, sending you so much love. And until then, remember who you are, dream big and go out and create the life you know you are worthy of.